2: Voices, voices, voices everywhere. I hear voice. I even hear voices in the background. John Bon Jovi, you gotta, you gotta stop muttering in the background there. I mean, you're, 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 Uh, that's
0: not me. I think you're psychotic
2: it must be some well, of the uh,
0: psychotic but you know <laughs> must,
2: must be some of the other lunatics here in the asylum. Welcome aboard it must everybody.
0: Be psychotic to do this show.
2: <laughs> Welcome aboard everybody around the world and of course in Rochester, New York where you're listening to us through the uh, facilities of WRFZ FM 106.3 that's Rochester Free Radio our flagship station back there and we want to thank all of you for joining us especially uh to our good friend uh, Mary Perry who is uh well she is a uh, I had a note here she's a licensed uh, disability underwriter I believe it is and uh we're very proud to have her aboard because she uh seems to like this show, and she helps underwrite the cost of the show through Rochester Free Radio. So those of you in Rochester, uh, keep Mary Perry in mind, and we thank you very much, Mary Perry. We are proud and glad to have you as a supporter of the David Bowers Awards, the only show that is always an award show, because there are so many, we figured well, we'll just make every show an award show, and that solves that problem. There are no nominating committees, no balloting, no voting, no nothing like that somebody deserves an award, they get it. They do something great, they get an award. They do something dumb, they get an award. And we've got a Raspberry Award just for the people who do the real dumb things. But uh, today, we have a good award, and we'll get to that in just a moment after I thank our house band, Kitty Bingo, for providing our theme music every week, and we're still waiting for them to get back in the studio so that uh, they can give us some new music. In the meanwhile, they're... uh, most recent album it's called rock and roll and it's available right now you can go to their website tittybingo.com and uh, order yourself a copy you can listen to tracks from it and you can write them and tell them what you think of their music which we hope you enjoy because they are really some superb musicians that also do a lot of studio work for major artists like willie they also uh, back them up on the road so check them out because it's always time For titty bingo so check them out for you if you would please we want to take a moment right now to uh, actually do our first the david bowers award of the week and of course all the guests on our show become instant award winners just by virtue of the fact they're on the show but um we want to uh, we want to shout out to our special award winners And this week, our first The David Bowers Award goes to Mr. Bobby Bear. And for those of you who have followed country music and pop music over the years, uh, the name is very familiar. He has been around uh, for a good long time. Uh, Bobby turned 83 over the weekend. And uh, last Friday, uh, a guy by the name of Garth Brooks made a special appearance at the Grand Ole Opry to induct Bobby Bear into the Grand Ole Opry family. And personally, I think that was an honor that was a long time coming. I mean, it's a long way from Detroit City to Music City, USA. That's an honor that was long overdue. Bobby Bear being inducted to officially into
0: the Grand Ole Opry family. John Bon Jovi, I can't believe that that he wasn't inducted years ago. Bobby Bear, what a class act. I mean, he just did so many. uh, Oh, absolutely. I think probably the funniest song he ever did was The Winner.
2: Yeah, The Winner. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it was 500 Miles Away from Home and Miller's Cave. I remember Miller's Cave. uh, Oh, Yeah. um, Funny backup. I enjoyed the fact, and I'm proud and happy to say that I got the privilege of interviewing uh, Bobby back in Nashville long ago in a galaxy far away. I got to have a, what was about, about a 10, 15-minute conversation with him. Really, you're right. You, you you hit the nail on the head. Class act, down-home type of guy. He's the type of guy you want to go sit on the back porch and uh, have a little lemonade and sit and chat with for a while. But, uh, A little known fact, a lot of people are not aware of the fact that those of us antiques who remember the old early days of rock and roll back when Elvis was around, as a matter of fact when elvis got drafted into the army if you uh, if you remember those days you remember that there was a song that came out that was a uh, it was a kind of play on elvis presley being the uh, all american boy which of course he wasn't considered by parents of the kids back then uh, he was not quite considered an all american boy but uh, it was a a neat little song another great a, song yeah guy comes on with this uh, this accent and says come on y'all i'm going to teach you how to be an all-American boy you get yourself a guitar and pick a tune and (laughs) get a monster hit out of it and that in fact was Bobby Bear Uh, now the name on the uh, label doesn't say Bobby Bear but uh, it was in fact him and uh, it got labeled Bill Parsons right and the reason for the reason for that as told to me by Bobby Bear very humbly, was because when he left the studio, he was such an unknown, they forgot to write his name down and they didn't know the artist's name to put on the label. So they put one of the guys' names that was in the studio at the time. But uh, yeah, that uh, was... uh, uh, Bobby Bear was Bill Parsons of all American Boy fame, so that in fact was Bobby Bear's very first hit single. Oh, uh, I thought that was... a. A really interesting sideline. Yes,
0: John. Yeah, I, I've never had the privilege of seeing Bobby Bear in concert, uh, but I, you know, I remember over the years, uh, you know, working at uh, WSUN in Tampa and WQYK in Tampa and uh, KIBS in Bishop, California, and, uh, and 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 a myriad of other places. Uh, we would play Bobby Bear not only as a country artist, but he crossed over into pop quite a bit yes. as well. Yes, he did, and he was just an absolute major talent. At uh, eighty-three years old, God bless him! Happy birthday, Bobby Bear,
2: and congratulations on finally becoming a uh, member of the Opry family. We're uh, about we time. Salute you. Bobby Bear. Yes, we do. We're going to move right along because, as usual, we got an awful lot of music that we want to cram in here for you guys today that are listening. And uh, one of the ones we're going to do right now, we're going to play a track by another Britisher a gentleman from the outskirts of London by the name of Richie Lambert, who's been in the uh, studio and he's been around for a while. Uh, he's got a slightly new sound. He's reimagined himself, come out with a new sound. I heard it. I liked it. I think he's got a way to go with it. And who knows? Uh, if you like it, maybe we'll get him on here in the, in the very Let near us know. future. Give us a listen and uh, drop us a line at David at TheDavidBowers.com or hit us up on our Facebook or Twitter pages and tell us what you think. This is Richie Lambert. The song is called She Knew Me.
3: I go, she goes, I know. I've gone, but she's gone.
2: Oh, there you go. That's Richie Lambert from the UK. She knew me. And, uh, who knows, maybe we'll get Richie to come in on the show and, uh, play his new stuff. Cause he just got out of the, uh, he just got out of the studio recording a brand new album and, uh, there's some good stuff on there. I think you're going to like it. And we look forward to maybe having him here on the show. Be sure and let us know what you think about Richie Lambert, if you would please. And, uh, We thank you very much for sending us that tune, and uh, we look forward to your comments to perhaps have him on the show in the very near future. Right now, we want to turn our attention to the not-so-greatest-kept-secret from Chicago, a group that's been on the show here before, and... uh, We've got them back again for a couple of reasons. One, they do some great music, and their current album is really making some waves in indie music radio. And we wanted to get them back on here to share some of the tunes with you. And they call themselves the Pond Hawks. They're out of Chicago. And uh, for a long time, they were considered the... uh, Chicago's Greatest Music Secret because they weren't really well known outside of the Windy City. Now they're starting to make a name, as I said, for themselves around the country and uh, across the pond over on the other side, too. Uh, they're getting a lot of play on indie radio, both online and broadcast, and we're really proud to have known them you know, before they became big and famous. So uh, We're going to give you uh, one of their tunes right now, and then we're going to go ahead and have a chat with the, the three of them and uh, hear what's been going on. And also whatever the uh, mystery is, there's there seems to be uh, some kind of a mystery surrounding what they're doing right now. And uh, we vowed that we would get to the bottom of it and find out what it is and blab it all to the world. So uh, join us for that, if you would, please. Right now, it's a pleasure for us to bring back one more time group from Uh, From Chicago, known as the Pond Hawks. Uh, This is the title tune from their latest album. It's called Blue Light.
0: Listening to the leader in indie music and news, the David Powers Awards, right here on Blog Talk Radio. And there you
2: have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is Blue Light by the Chicago band known as the Pond Hawks. And uh, here with us today is Jory. And I believe this is Mario, or, or is it Elmo that's with us today?
4: No, I changed it back to Mario again. It's this Mario. Morning, I, woke up. I thought maybe I'd, you'd like to be Elmo. <laughs> I thought you'd what? like to be Elmo today. So today <laughs> I'm just Mario again. <laughs> well, my, good. My co-writer <laughs> yes. Jory Grazer. Yeah.
2: Mario and Jory, we're so glad to have you back here with us, and thank you so much for sharing your time with us and you, and your Thanks music. you having hey us. You you guys are having one heck of a run with the Blue Light album. It's it's really doing a number around the country.
4: It's doing very well. We have few. We did a few numbers while we we're making it. Actually, I
2: wasn't going to say that. You know, trade <laughs> oh, secrets. No. I uh, no. <laughs> just
4: joking, just joking.
2: I, uh, I I I respect trade secrets, and I would never pry into your trade secrets, which I will be doing in a few minutes. But just just pretend you don't notice that.
4: Uh, <laughs> we wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> how, may,
2: how many tracks from the album have made charts now?
4: I think pretty much all of our yeah. albums—they've been played on FM stations. Yeah. Every one of our songs. Yeah. Yeah, there's the, they're so eclectic, you know. And that could be a good way, could be a bad way, but they are eclectic. I'm not saying well they're eclectic, they're great. That's right, for everybody. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, somebody's gotta like something.
2: I hear you, you John Bud Jovi. You you're to right,
4: you write a song about you. Know,
2: yeah. you're sitting there entirely too quiet i
0: know you I know you want to chime in here well, yeah, I just you know I want to touch on the fact that uh, it, that you are getting airplay, and we have been hearing about this, and you know this is especially in this day and age where the music industry has changed so radically i mean that's a hell of an accomplishment for you guys to be able to make claim to that because there's a lot of talented musicians out there, and I include you guys in you know in that category, that are just begging to get any kind of exposure. And just the fact that you are, you know, is just an absolutely fantastic thing. And how how do you go about marketing yourself to get that exposure?
4: Well, we had some exposure this afternoon, but then the the police made Jory put her jacket oh, back yeah. on <laughs> And we pay a lot of people, you know. Hey,
2: listen, with the weather you've been having, you don't want to expose too much.
4: <laughs> no, we're just, we're just happen to be the right place at the right time. I don't know. I think people I, are, are, are kind of like tired of that other music that's on other stations, like the Top 40 and stuff, and they want to hear real harmonies. They don't want to hear the auto-tune. They want to hear a real vocal. And I think our music... Kind of speaks to them, and we tell a story.
2: You yeah. do, and and you're absolutely right. There's a lot of that feeling going around, and I know you've uh, you've won John Bon Jovial's heart because he is uh, <laughs> he is definitely an anti auto tune Oh, guy. I hate auto tune.
0: I I just I, it just makes me cringe. It makes un-tal- it makes untalented people be able to sing, and it's like if it was easy, everybody would do it. And I guess auto tune makes it easy.
4: That is right, you guys. We hate auto tune. Also, I've been thinking we it should is, do a we should do a Dave Bowers Award. Sounds like a GPS. Yeah, you know? we we got the technical, so we would even <laughs> if we had it, we wouldn't know how to use it. I can either. relate you know, to that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm I got the TV on. I got a I'm listening to the country and western because I like all kinds of music. I hear a country and western song, and they're using auto tune. It sounds like a oh GPS gosh. song singing <laughs> country. I go, oh, well, there goes the last yeah. safe bastion of ever, you know.
0: Yeah, you would have never heard George Jones use auto tune, or <laughs> oh no Waylon Jr., or Emmy Absolutely. Harris, or Tammy Wynette or
2: any of them. Anybody. Hank anybody. Sometimes they're just
4: like doing karaoke now.
2: And Eddie Arnold, he was his own built-in yeah. auto-tune. So yeah, he I would.
4: Sure was. <laughs> or Michael Nesmith. Boy, that guy's got yeah, a great got voice. Yeah. Michael Paul Nesmith. That's Paul. a name I haven't yep.
0: heard in a while. He's
1: an
4: incredible friend of ours. Yeah. Is he's a a great really? Guy. he really? Uh,
0: he. I have heard that.
2: Yes, he's, I. I have definitely heard guy. that. And I think you should put us in touch with him, and we could have him on the show.
0: Yeah, oh, that would be, cool. yeah. that would be cool.
2: Nothing like be, self-promotion. That you know, it's very cool like I told you guys self promotion is highly encouraged on this show and we go right along with that we do some self promotion too but uh, right now right now what I'd like to do but while we still have enough time is I would like to break my promise to you about not prying into your trade secrets and stuff because go ahead. I- I, I did I did accidentally now understand this is purely accidental I did accidentally slip and uh, post uh, something online I don't remember what it was but somebody wrote me and asked me hey uh, the what the heck are you talking about and I, I got to find out there is something going on I know that you're uh, I know that you're, uh, you are you, you have been in seclusion. You've done something. You've got off the main track, and uh, it's been hard to find you. And I've got to know what's going on because, you know, inquiring minds want to know, and I want to be the first to blab it to my listeners. What the heck are you guys up to? I know you're up to something.
4: What is it? I'm going to tell you right now, this is what it is. I've grown a mustache. Oh no! Jory <laughs> was going he's to not, also... He's not. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't blame
2: you for going into seclusion for that. <laughs> but
4: I beat her for it. I won. She, she she opted out on the second day.
2: <laughs> well, I you know I I knew there was something. You will a photo of us.
4: Uh, will be
1: a photo. Yeah. Oh well.
2: Hey, definitely. I will tell you what. You get me a.
1: It's you a give temporary a, mustache.
4: You
2: get me a photo of that. And I will definitely make sure that I accidentally uh, leak it <laughs> to the uh, media.
4: <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but also, Let them know Let we're me. gonna kind of, as long as you've been as candid to ask, we'll be as candid to answer. And and this is the first time we're saying this. On air. I'm honored. Yeah, this yeah. song, the, and we're gonna this is the scoop.
1: Yeah,
4: uh, the song is about my childhood. Uh, my childhood uh, home, let's say, and it's that's something fun. I mean, near and dear to me, and also to Jory too, because she's she's been with me, you know, so long. We've been writing, and and we feel uh, many, we feel like we've been here a long, long time. The and the song was written through the eyes of somebody who had maybe been here years before we were ever here. Mm, Look at it
2: then you definitely are working on some new material. Yeah, oh, yeah.
4: definitely. That's I album that'll be out, if not next year early, the year, early the next year, but there was a song on it. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm okay. sa- can I say it? I can yeah, say sure it. You I've, can. Given, I've been given the green light. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, let me tell you this. About um, it, It's a song called River Grove, and that's where I grew up, and I've been born and raised, and been here forever, and I, I don't plan on ever leaving. It's a little small town near Chicago, and it's a wonderful little town, great town, wonderful, friendly people, and uh, and it's it's that's what it's about, right. and, and it's about yeah. they and he delves back into time, uh, the history of it, and here's the weird serendipity now, David. Okay,
1: okay.
4: Uh, uh, last uh, fall, a guy comes in here. He's a, he's a great author. I've read. I've read a couple of his books A guy named Kenneth Knack He's a great historian writer And I, I'm a big fan of his And he comes and he says He asks me And he, he says I'm writing a song I'm writing a book I'm the guy that writes the songs He writes the books now, he, he goes, I'm writing a book called About River Grove he, And he asked me to write the foreword Because he's heard our stuff And you know he's okay. He knows about our writing so I says Well here's the serendipity to that Well Next year, we're coming out with one of the songs on the next album is called River Grove. So he says, well, let's just expedite it into this year, so we're going to release that as a single this summer. Mm-hmm. It's called River Grove. Well,
2: now, now I, I can't help but ask this next question. It's just a natural... Uh, so so let me be, be sure that I, I word this, you know, we got to be politically correct. I want to word this properly so you don't get the wrong idea, but... Uh, you will be uh, bringing the song onto the show for us to debut, won't
4: you? Uh, well, you can play it, yeah. We're, we're probably going to play it the first time we play it live. It'll probably uh, be concert, in, yeah. in, concert in- right. right. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, we are going to release
2: but, uh, it. As a we release it.
4: Yeah. We'll make sure sure among the first to, to that get it. it. That would be, well, we'd be honored if you'd play it.
2: Oh, we definitely but, you know, it, will do that. It's just
4: about done. We not want to hold on to the just before the book comes out too. But it, it does. It it has a lot of inner meaning to, to us. Well, it, it, it's because it took a lot. Well, you could have us on your show again, and and then yeah, you could play we
2: well, I, I would say that's a fair trade off. I think we could probably do that. So before we run out of time here. Yes. Uh, Let's uh, let's tell the folks a little bit about this next song we're going to play in the next thirty seconds or so. We're going to play "Come Rain or Disarray." Tell us a little bit about that one, and then we'll have you back when you get uh, when you get River Grove done. We'll definitely have you come back and tell us about the song in the book.
4: Okay, well, "Come Rain or Disarray" is a song about. Uh, we went to Boston to work for Paul McCartney uh, at Fenway Park, and we were shooting some video in kind of incognito for him. And um that's uh, take it, it was from there. Kind of like a magical trip. Yeah, All these, was, like uh, strange things happened, and it's very hard to explain. Yeah, we we, we yeah. were trying to be like, don't let people know that you're taking video because he's you know right. he gets to see he gets to see what and, goes on. And he sent us the cameras too as Awesome. Them. As gifts. very yeah, nice. It was of them. Very with, cool. with 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 yeah. our Dad. code every when you work. You know, ball, little numbers, little like camera. little VIN numbers on there. That's your VIN number that you yeah. work with Paul. That, that, that is that fantastic. That was very nice of us. Yeah, so thank you so cool. much for He's
2: sharing the your stories with us and for sharing your music. We'll look forward to having you back as soon as you get the uh, as soon as you get River Grove done so that we As soon as we get it done, we'll let you, you
4: know. Yeah.
2: Looking yeah, forward to it. Mario, Jury, thank you. thank you again so much Thanks, for guys. being here as always. Thank you, David, thank you, John. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Here they are. these These are the pond Hawks. It's called Come Rain or Disarray.
1: this is Michaela and you're listening to The David Bowers.
2: One of the things I love about doing this show as opposed to our old days in commercial radio is actually hearing the introductions and the outros to these songs, you know, listening right to the very end as they fade away. It was one, one of the things I always kind of complained about when I was listening I can remember back when I was a kid. You say, hey, "Why does the jack always have to talk over the record? I want to listen to the music, not him." So uh, I, I really enjoy listening to the whole song. But uh, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a group calls themselves the Pond Hawks. That's uh, that particular track is "Come Rain or Disarray," and we will continue to investigate uh, whatever their. Big secret is, and we'll let you know as soon as we figure it out, and we will figure it out. One thing I have figured out, John Bon Jovi, I am really impressed with the fact that in spite of the fact that their vocals bear a striking resemblance to some of the uh, mid-to-early Beatles tracks, uh, they have avoided... Becoming a Beatles tribute band and have gone their own way with their own music and are actually succeeding at it. So I, I really uh, that really impresses me. This you know, it, that.
0: It, it's it's funny that you say that because I wasn't really even thinking about the Beatles. I was thinking that they had more of a sound of uh, some of the earlier Mamas and Papas tunes.
2: I can see where some of the music would would uh, would give you that. Yeah, 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 I can see that. I was thinking of the voices, the vocal work that they're doing uh, sounds uh, so reminiscent of Lennon McCartney. Uh, but uh, anyway. That's it. They call themselves the Pond Hawks. You can find them online at uh, all the usual suspect places. Check them out also at Pondhawks.com. And uh, we're going to move right along because our next act is standing by, waiting to come in and chat with us and tell us a really fascinating story. And I can't wait to hear the story about how... Uh, Well, I'm not going to tell you and give it away. Now, if you don't already know, you're going to find out when they come on and tell you themselves. They call themselves the Contagious out of Texas, and this is called This Time. is the right time to bring on right now uh, three great musicians who comprise the band The Contagious. Let's bring in Jake, Caden, and Mac. Hello there, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? Doing great. Glad to have you with us. And I, am, I can't tell you how excited we are to hear this story. First, let me congratulate you because uh, what happened to you is uh, I, I think that's every uh, rock and roll artist's dream is, is to have a major artist come to them and say, we want you to open for us. Who's going who's gonna to speak first and tell us how this came about?
5: I guess I can go ahead. It's, uh, it's Mac here. It was pretty crazy for us. So I was, I was pretty much sitting at home playing Xbox or something, and I get a, I get a text from our manager saying that we're going to be opening for Bon Jovi in Dallas. And I was shocked at first, very shocked, but yeah, I, was, I was super excited. Yeah, it was amazing. I was super excited and uh could not wait for the days leading up to it, so it was pretty crazy for me.
2: Yeah, it's a good thing that, that call didn't come in on April first because you you might have been tempted to be a little yeah. skeptic about that. Uh, yeah. but, <laughs> having having Bon Jovi come to you and say, Hey, we want you to open for us in Dallas. Uh, do you have any, how did it come about? Do you, do you know how they, did somebody hear you playing Did somebody recommend you, uh, did your manager have connections? What, what, what precipitated it?
5: So the promoter of their, there in Dallas. yeah, their promoter had heard of us, I guess they had heard of the band, the contagious and, uh, they had a, they had a, uh, a contest here in Houston, and uh, we kind of we kind of tried out for that and didn't make it, make the cut. But uh, they had I guess they had heard about us and they wanted us to play, so they got us in it, uh, in Dallas.
2: Wow! And the the frosting on the cake for uh, my listeners that aren't aware of this or haven't heard the whole story yet, uh, you've got to remember now that uh, these three gentlemen are not your average old-school rock and rollers that have been, you know, kicking around a few years working on their overnight success. Uh, These gentlemen are sophomores in high school, okay? So they not only uh, got blown away by this tremendous honor uh, to open for Bon Jovi in uh, Dallas, but uh, they also had a problem that came with that in that... uh, they would have to miss school to pull this off, and it's really, really a great story how they got to uh, how they got excused from school. Who's going to tell us this part?
6: Uh, I guess I'll tell this one. Basically, after uh, the John Bon Jovi show, uh, he wrote us an excuse letter that uh, excused us from school and signed it. And uh, what you, he had in and kicking butt. So. I turned that in. To, I don't know if I can turn that in, but I turned it in, and my teachers were freaking out. They they asked oh. me if it was real at first. Yeah, that but yeah, was, was
2: yeah. They
6: they didn't think it was real.
2: Oh, I can imagine that was that was awesome. And uh, for the listeners, they uh, the boys do have, or they did have. I hope it's still there. Uh, they have a, a copy of that letter on their website, so you can go and uh, see the actual letter from Bon Jovi. Uh, asking that the boys be excused from school to go to Dallas and play uh, and open for Bon Jovi uh, at the show there. Now you guys are from a place called Montgomery. How far out of Dallas is that?
6: That's probably about four, four hours. hours. Yeah, three or four hours. Three or
2: four hours. Oh, so that's that's not just a uh, that's not just a run down to the store. That's that's a uh, that's a half a day process at least. Yeah. So would you you spend the whole day in Dallas? Yeah. We,
5: uh, so it was on a Monday night, and we drove up Monday morning, and uh, got—I don't know—we got there probably around maybe noonish or something.
2: And what was what was it like? Now I I know that you guys had to be so excited. You probably don't remember a lot of the little stuff that happened along the way. But when you when you got there, and you. You know, the first thing you did, you had to go somewhere to meet somebody from, uh, from the uh, band production, and you got to walk through the doors and realize that, hey, this is real, it's happening now. What happened? What, what went through your mind?
5: Really exciting to see all the, the production that goes behind it and all the crew members working to make this show great, and then walking out on that stage and seeing all those seats. It made it all yeah, seats more. I think that was one of the craziest parts for me was walking out on the stage they had set up and everything and looking out and there's like twenty thousand seats and imagining <laughs> uh, them all being filled up later when we would be playing. So yeah.
2: it was pretty crazy. Now did you uh, did you do a uh, did you do a lot of rehearsal for the show?
5: Yeah, we so yeah we we I think we pretty much just did our normal rehearsal schedule routine kind of thing. But we had been we've been going super hard for the past couple of weeks. We had a bunch of gigs, so we're also getting ready for other stuff. But this one, we were definitely working super hard for.
2: Yeah, but you were already uh, you were already fired up. You were already fired yeah. up, John Bon Jovi.al
0: You wanted to jump in. I mean other than the fact that uh you know I am not John Bon Jovi <laughs> but, uh <laughs> opening for John Bon Jovi I mean it 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 had to be just the rush of a lifetime but what I want to know is what's it like to play in front of 20,000 people
5: um I'd say it's a lot easier than a club show a normal club show the lights yeah. are
6: all
0: in your
5: face you can't really see
3: all the people. Hmm. So you're saying that, that because
0: it's a because it's a less intimate setting, it's a less personal involvement. So it, in 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 a way, it's kind of like I don't know, doing a, a really intensive uh, rehearsal with sound effects. Is that it?
5: Yeah, uh, kind I, of. Yeah, it was definitely. Yeah, the lights kind of. I mean, you can still see people in like the front and stuff, but the lights and the, there was cameras in front of us and stuff. That's pretty much all you could really see. But so it, it was nerve wracking beforehand because as we're like, we were out like on the stage 15 minutes before we go on and we're like peeking our heads out and stuff and you can see all the people then. So then we were all anxious and stuff. But once we got up, it was, it was fine.
2: Well, that's one of the things that definitely has to help you guys because uh, not only did you catch a break, a very major break, but you guys are good. Uh, You've obviously uh, you've obviously put in your time and paid your dues because you've got a good, solid uh, commercial professional sound. You don't sound like, uh, you know, you don't sound like the average high school sophomore band. Uh, You guys have uh, have got a good sound there, but let me ask you this. Thinking of the, what do I want to say? Not really anxiety, but the, the, the apprehension is the word I'm looking for. Thinking of the apprehension of walking out on that stage, which hit you the most? Was it being on that stage in front of the 20,000 people? Uh, was it the focus on you? Or was it maybe the the idea of actually being out there and playing for Bon Jovi and knowing that they're standing there watching you and, uh, and catching everything that you're doing?
6: I think that it's uh, a good mixture of all those, actually. Uh, just going yeah. out there and playing yeah. in front of the big crowd, and them all looking at you, and then you know, obviously, Bon Jovi, them watching you play—it's it's, all—it's all kind of a mixture when it comes to that. Yeah, and that's that's usually how it is. It's once once we get up there, it's just like any other show. It feels completely natural, and we're all having fun, and uh, it's just the same. Spoken okay. like and do you want to
0: do it again? Yeah, do you want to oh, do yeah. it again? <laughs> no, we're going to give mode. you the first taste for free. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: that yeah. that that is really awesome. I'm really happy for you guys. That was a uh, that was a dream come true. Now you said there were cameras there and everything. Have you seen any of the videos of the uh, performance?
5: Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. There was and- a, a nice gentleman who gave us a little USB thing right after the show that that was all cut up and everything. It, it looked pretty good.
2: Fantastic! That, that's great that somebody did that for. Because that was my next question: Were you able to get a copy of any of it? So that that is fantastic. Now, you guys, as I alluded, you guys have definitely uh, put in the work. You've paid your dues, and you have a a, a tremendous professional attitude. And I'm not, I don't mean to demean you by saying this, but it's especially. Uh, it's especially impressive because of your age. I mean, if you were even in your 20s and you'd been on the, on the road for five, six, eight, ten 10 years, I could understand and say, okay, that's what we expect from you. But you guys are, you know, I remember when I was a sophomore in high school, I, I didn't have uh, the most responsibility. Uh, I wasn't the, uh, you know, I, I wasn't that focused at that age. And I, I am just, Totally impressed with the fact that you guys have that focus, that drive, and that professionalism at your age. How long have you been playing together?
6: I think three years, years Yeah,
2: yeah, three years. Three years, and did oh. you did you play uh, semi professionally before that?
5: Yeah. So we we Jake and I actually met Caden at a place called School Rock, which is where we learned. That we played with other uh, kids and learned how to do a bunch of songs and stuff. So we met him there. So we had already been playing. I met Jake in third grade, and that's when we got together and kind of started messing around on the drums and guitar. But we didn't really start taking it seriously until uh, three three years ago when we joined, uh, had Caden join in with us.
2: Yeah, I, I am just i am just so impressed with you guys, and I want to, before we go any further, I want to thank you for taking the time, coming to share it with us, and to, uh, I, I want to also mention something that I tell all the guests on the show, once you're on our show, you are part of our family. We will always have a place for you, we'll always help you promote your music, your appearances, whatever you want, if you've got, uh, you know, you've got a new album you want to debut, or uh, you're going on tour with Bon Jovi or whatever, and uh, you want to promote it, get in touch with us, keep in touch with us, let us know what's going on, because we will always be here. We'll have a stage for you, and a door is always open. You're part of the family now. Before we let you go, uh, two things. First off, I want to be sure to give you time to tell the folks how they can find you online.
5: Okay. So, uh, yeah, we're definitely on all, all the social medias. You know, you get their Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and all that. And then we have two songs out, uh, This Time in Sedona. It's on iTunes, Spotify. You can get it pretty much anywhere, so
2: okay and they are called the contagious like just like a disease but don't think of them as a disease they're uh they're they're contagious now be, before we go any further before i uh, let you go and we go in and play the other track which is sedona uh, i want to get on a feel from you for uh, now that the the excitement is still with you, but now that the occasion has passed and you can kind of settle back into your your normal routine of you know advancing your careers, what's next in what's next in line for you guys?
6: Uh, this summer, I think we're going to be doing a, a bunch of uh, gigs, and we'll be doing some recording, and I think yeah during the summertime we're always really busy because it's the Prime time for getting a bunch of stuff done, so I think that's what's on the agenda
0: next.
6: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Go ahead. Go we ahead. We have a show this Saturday no. too.
0: Okay, that's the most important question. Is there's a very, very important question that needs to be asked here, and this is very serious. <laughs> now that you've opened for Bon Jovi, are you guys chick magnets now?
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Come on, tell the truth
3: If you're not I, I, you're never...
5: I wouldn't say that I don't, I don't think so
3: uh, Definitely, funny, like, We'll go to school
6: And we'll tell people that we open for Bon Jovi And they're like, yeah, that's kind of cool
2: yeah. <laughs> You know what I
6: mean? Yeah,
2: I can remember you when was I
0: was really
6: young.
2: When I was back When I was at that age if uh, some guys had come up and told me, hey, we just opened for, you know, one of the biggest acts in, in music today. And I probably would have low-keyed it, uh, you know, backpedaled it a little bit, and say, hey, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to admit that I was that impressed. You know, <laughs> at that yeah. age, you don't, you don't want to you don't want to admit that somebody's just blown you away. I mean, that's that's totally uncool. So, yeah, I, I probably would have done the same thing. Oh, yeah, really? Oh, that's kind of cool. Want to stop for a Coke? <laughs> you know, <laughs> non- what the heck! all right so yeah. keep in touch with us please let us know when you've got your uh when you've got your new recordings done we'll bring you back and you can share some of them and uh, maybe have some more stories for us Uh you're are, are you going to do any touring in the immediate future
5: uh we definitely have a, are going to be doing a bunch of shows this summer i don't i don't know about touring but i think definitely in the in the maybe next uh year or two we will be most likely out on the road doing some stuff so definitely watch out for us
2: well i know i speak for john bon jovial as well as myself when yeah. i say that uh, uh we definitely look forward to the opportunity to get to see you guys in person in action so if you uh, if you wind up headed down the phoenix way or out to uh Uh, south central florida down naples fort myers way uh definitely let us know because we'd like to come out and uh, catch you guys in action we are so thrilled to have had you here absolutely and we're so thrilled to have you here with us and thank you for sharing your story and the excitement with us we congratulate you and we look forward to some big things coming from you in the future thank you again Jake, Caden, and matt thank Thank you you you're welcome. Disney, Keep in we... touch with us now. You're part of the family. Ladies and gentlemen, they call themselves the Contagious, and this is Sedona. <laughs> contagious it's called Sedona and before that you got to hear the Pondhawks from Chicago right here on the David Bowers Awards we're so happy to have everybody with us we're glad to have you our listeners join us well as well and we want to remind artists out there or fans of artists who think they deserve a shot on the show if you'd like to have your music played on the show or possibly uh, be a guest on the show don't hesitate to send us your epk if you don't have one you should get one but uh, send us a couple of tracks and a current bio so that we can uh, scope you out see what you're doing and uh, maybe have you uh, have your music or even you join us here on the david bowers awards it's as simple as that send your bios and your epks to david at the david and uh, who knows you may be our
0: next guest.
2: Thanks again to all of you for joining us again this week. And, John
0: Bon Jovial, I guess it's time to take us home. Yes, sir. We are on our way home today. Be sure to uh, listen to the David Bowers every week, every day, whenever you would like to. We really appreciate the fact that you have been with us. This week. Uh, the David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in beautiful Naples, Florida, and also from the Valley of the Sun in Phoenix, Arizona, and is available for free on Blog Talk Radio. Also, you can find us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Spreaker, Amazon, Alexa Devices, as well as SoundCloud, MixCloud, and all these other silly little platforms. Click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and be sure to like the David Bowers on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter, to uh, keep up with all the details of upcoming shows and be able to talk to the people that make it happen. Join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 noon Eastern on WRFZ FM 106.3 and Rochester FM Free Radio, Rochester Free Radio, and on Vlog Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. Greenwich time for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So, until next week for The David Bowers, Nick the Geek, I am yours truly, the legendary John Bon Jovial, thanking you very much for joining us this week. And we will see you right here next week on The David Bowers Awards.